Welcome to the weekend. My name's Bill Mick. It is the Florida Roundtable. You want to catch up with me, you'll find me at BillMick.com. You can catch podcasts of previous Roundtable shows. Drop us an email with suggestions for things you'd like to hear about and around the Sunshine State. And speaking of, we're going to go around the Sunshine State today with Dana Young, who's the president and CEO of Visit Florida. We're going to look at some great destinations, hidden hideaways, cruises, and the like, and maybe some other things that you might want to visit while you're in or vacationing here around Florida. We'll also talk with Philip Horning of the Fish and Wildlife Commission because they have a uh, voluntary vessel turn-in program to prevent derelict vessels on our waterways. All of that straight ahead on this edition of the Florida Roundtable on the Florida News Network. Stay with us. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-218-5088-800-218-5088-800-218-5088 That's 800-218-5088 Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. I'm Bill Mick. Joining me now, Dana Young, the president and CEO of Visit Florida. Dana, thanks for taking the time this weekend. I've wanted to do a show since I started this back in December about all of the great things to do here in the state of Florida. That's a big part of your job. But before we get to that, let's tell everybody a little bit about Dana Young. Uh, How did you land as the uh, president and CEO of Visit Florida? What led you to this spot? Well, good morning, Bill. It's good to to be here with you. Um, So I've been the president and CEO at Visit Florida for a little over five years, and I came to this position um, after I was appointed by Governor DeSantis. Mm -hmm. So I like to say as a sixth generation Floridian, I've got the best job in the world. I get to travel and tell people all the great things about the state of Florida. Nothing like bragging about home, is there? Easy, easy to do. Yes. (laughs) Very, very true. Let's talk a minute about Visit Florida and the various things that you guys are into. Well, Visit Florida is the state's official tourism marketing organization. And what that means is that we do everything in our power uh, to bring visitors to the state of Florida from within the United States and from um, several countries around the world. So we market in uh, very extensive campaigns um, through every media channel possible to uh, encourage people to come to Florida for the first time or to come back over and over again. I've often said if I were in charge of marketing this state, I'd be uh, on TV and radio in Boston and Buffalo and Cleveland and Detroit, uh, Quebec and and Montreal and, and elsewhere, but especially this time of year, those folks are cold. And while we're having a little chilly spell right now, it would be good to be here instead of in those snowy regions. 
Well, we're in all those places and more, and uh, we like to call this the bragging season because, <laughs> yeah, it might be 65 degrees and sunny outside, but it's a lot better than anywhere that uh, those folks are up in the Northeast or the Midwest right now. I've got Canadian friends who visit South Florida every year. And, of course, when we're putting on heavy jackets, they're going out in the ocean because they think it's just great. Oh, yeah. We're, they're, they're hardy folks up there in Canada, and uh, we have millions of them that come to our state every year. And we, we are delighted that they finally um, come back to pre-COVID levels now to Florida. Do you find that the legislature is adequately funding what you do at Visit Florida? I know it's a budget discussion every year. And do you have priorities for the legislature as they're in session right now dealing with all these issues for the next budget? Well, the Visit Florida budget has has gone up and down over the years. But since I've been here, um, we've had an upward trajectory. Um, Our budget is $80 million um, right now. And as a public-private partnership, which is how we are set up, we match every dollar that we're appropriated from the legislature with private investment. And so we are very, very mindful uh, that we are funded uh, partly with taxpayer dollars. And we try to make sure every day that what we're doing is uh, bringing a great return on investment to the taxpayers of Florida and uh, making sure that we have a positive benefit on the Florida economy. What kind of marketing, and I'm sure that world's changed in recent years, what kind of marketing do do you find is successful around the country and then elsewhere? Well, we, we kind of take an all of the above approach. Um, one, one channel is not going to do it. So we do TV, we do radio. Whoops. I'll listen to my, my phone going off. Uh, TV, radio, um, social media, uh, out of home billboards, um, really anything that you could think of uh, that is available for us to uh, get our message out, we're using it. And we also do an extensive um, amount of work with the travel trade. So that would be uh, travel agent groups, um, tour operators. Uh, we work with airlines trying to get more direct routes, you know, really all of the above. Sounds like an awesome job. Again, bragging on homes kind of easy to do. Getting others to buy into it, that's what you're doing. And what I want to talk about as we continue, uh, maybe some of the recommendations that you've come across, the things you've found that are great for folks who are visiting Florida. And we'll take a look at that with Dana Young, who is the uh, president and CEO of Visit Florida, as we continue on the Florida Roundtable. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Are you worried about your vessel becoming derelict with criminal fines and removal costs? The Florida Vessel Turn-In Program, or VTIP, from the FWC may be able to help. If you are the titled owner, have received an at-risk warning or citation, and the vessel is floating, go to FloridaVTIP.com and get the details on how this program can remove your vessel at no cost to you. Don't wait until it's too late. Go to FloridaVTIP.com. That's FloridaVTIP.com. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archie Bello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. 
Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida News Network. Dana Young's with us. She's the president and CEO of Visit Florida. I've wanted to do a Travel Florida show since uh, I got involved in the roundtable, and I'm excited that she's had the time to be with us today. Dana, you were talking about the various aspects and, and places that you do advertise and how you do that. Are there places you like to feature or features about Florida that are emphasized heavily in the advertising you do? And what, do you, what are you pushing out there to people? Well, that's a great question. Um, so Visit Florida uh, has as partners all 67 counties within the state. So all 67 tourism uh, departments or bureaus within the state of Florida are um, partners with us. And what that means is that we um, really, we're marketing the state as a whole. Now, not at the same time, of course, but uh, for, for example, we obviously are you know doing a lot of cooperative marketing with the bigger cities like Orlando, Miami, Tampa. But we also um, spend quite a bit of, of time and effort and money um, promoting our smaller uh, and medium-sized destinations. So uh, Ocala, um, the Space Coast, the Florida Panhandle, um, our rural counties, which you know might have a beautiful freshwater spring or a biking trail or something that puts them on the map. So we are tailoring our marketing to all of those different destinations. And it looks different depending on you know what we're what the audience is and what we're focusing on. The caving that goes on, cave diving in Lafayette County. That I, I'm fascinated. I think I'd be scared of it, but I'm fascinated by the things they do there. Talk about a small area, but it has a lot to offer. Oh yeah, and and we the the legislature last year actually uh, provided funding specifically for us to lift up some of. Uh, our rural counties and and promote the the tr special trail networks that they have the trail towns like Inverness White Springs um, so many of these great small towns that have not been on people's uh, map for a while or ever um, are all of a sudden becoming destinations and I think that's a, a very uh, great testament of the great work that Visit Florida does to to lift up all of our counties, not just the big ones. While we're there, let's talk a little bit about some of those hidden hideaways, those lesser known treasures around Florida, things that you've found since you've been in the job or before that uh, folks living here may be interested in for a quick weekend getaway or maybe a day trip even. Oh, what a great question. Um, we have so many um, hidden gems in the state of Florida. Um, for example, Cedar Key on the west coast of Florida, up in the um, sort of the armpit of the state, um, was just recognized as the number one most charming small town in Florida. Um, and that is just a very uh, pristine, small fishing village that now is big in the clamming industry. So that's one example. Um, Crystal River, just north of Tampa, uh, is the only place in North America that people can swim with manatees. So that is a big draw, not only for Floridians and Americans, but for people around the world that come here just to swim with manatees in Crystal River. Um, the, the beaches, of course, are a big draw, but we have some beach areas that are not as well known as, as Miami Beach, for example. Mm -hmm. um, St. George Island uh, in northwest Florida, just a beautiful, pristine uh, area with a, a great state park. Uh, the Canaveral National Seashore uh, near the Kennedy Space Center complex is one of the most pristine um, stretches of undeveloped Atlantic coastline in the country and the space and, center because you're in my yeah. neck of the woods now big involved yep. in that and helping it happen absolutely and um you know it, it's a hundred forty thousand acre wildlife refuge so it's it's a very special place and it all, also has you know great utility for the space center um, i remember was it men in black when there's the scene when they they mm -hmm. you know take the the zip line down to the beach and that would be that um, seashore, um, the Canaveral seashore. Beautiful area here in Brevard. Yeah, that's very, so very pretty. true. So pretty. So I could go on and on, um, but there are just so many things to do in Florida. And, you know, we always, when we can, take the opportunity to encourage people to get out and see this great state that we live in. 
you know, there there are so many things to do with within a two or three hour drive of where I am here in Tampa, where you are in Brevard County, um, even three hours from Miami, you're seeing things that people probably uh, would not imagine in South Florida, uh, including the beauty and, and the wildlife of the Florida Everglades. One of the things I've enjoyed uh, since I came to Florida is jet skiing. I always said if I was going to own a boat, I'd, I want two jet skis, forget a boat. Well, I had one, and I had a buddy who had a condo down in Key Largo. You think of the Keys, you end up thinking of Key West and, and not necessarily taking in all of the Keys. We stayed in Key Largo and jet skied the rest. What a vacation that is. And you could do it for a weekend or you could spend a lot of time doing that. That sounds fantastic. And one, I, I love Key West um, with its history, but I, I also love the rest of the Keys. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do is to be on a boat and go to some of the, the local fish joints on the water, um, you know, super laid back, very budget friendly. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the Keys are certainly attainable for uh, people of any budget level. Uh, and I think that's important too. You want Florida to be a place that people can come um, no matter if they're taking a low budget family vacation or, you know, a couple's luxury trip. We've got everything. And that, I think that's really important. My vision of roughing it is a motel with a black and white television, but camping is big in various places around the state, including uh, Sebastian, not far south of us in Indian River County, and other places around the state. People who are into that have a lot of options here. Oh, yes. And our state park network is one of the best in the country, and we offer a wide variety of camping alternatives for visitors. And, and there's one state park, and I... The, which one it is kind of slips my mind, but there is a company that has affiliated with the park where they have a glamping experience. So uh, visitors can reserve, uh, you know, the, the glamping uh, experience. The, they arrive at their campsite. They've got the tent set up. They've got the fire ready to go. They've got uh, bed, you know, beds with mattresses, their coolers are stocked. So all they do is pull in and everything's ready to go. And if I were going to be camping, which I did a lot as a kid, but don't do now, that would probably be how I would do it. Yeah. To get me back into it, that's what it would take. That That's most certainly how it works. Um, a lot of things around the state that people might just expect, and we'll, we'll explore some of those, uh, but these hidden highways, the uh, hideaways, these lesser known things, it's just a great thing to explore the state and get to know where you're living, especially if you're not from here originally. But even Floridians may not have traveled far from home a lot. Well, we see that every day. I mean, look, I'm a sixth generation Floridian and I have traveled this state extensively, but there are still places that I haven't been. And, you know, I'm constantly surprised um, by the things that I see in Florida. It's a wonderful place to explore. Um, you may not even know this, Bill, but we have 15,000 miles of trails in the state of Florida. Did trails, not know that, yeah. Hiking trails, biking trails, paddling trails, snorkeling trails. Um, there's a new trail that just came online this year, the Florida Fishing Trail. And these are on former phosphate lands with the lakes where bass fishing is king and people are able to travel around um, to these various lakes around Sebring uh, and fish uh, some of the best bass fishing in the country. So and, and we'll talk some some sporting vacations as we get an opportunity a little later in the show. Mm -hmm. Something else that's been a favorite of mine since I got here never did it before but I've been on several cruises we've done it with our listeners on the radio station and the like and we've got multiple opportunities across the state for folks to jump a cruise. And for those coming from out of state, a chance to extend the vacation in the area that they're in near the, the cruise port. So they take their vacation, have the great cruise they were looking for, but there are things to do on land for them once they're back at port. Absolutely. And so this is one of the major initiatives that Visit Florida is working on this year. We have been for a while, but uh, we realized that a lot of people come to Florida, they might stay a day or two um, on the front or back end of their cruise, but they're not getting outside of those cruise um, ports and seeing other things about the state. A uh, couple things there. First of all, it doesn't give them a reason to come back to Florida if they don't know what they're missing. And number two, um, our economy is not capturing those dollars that would otherwise be spent in 
hotels, restaurants, attractions, shopping, and so forth if they just stayed a little longer. So we are very actively working with um, a couple of different travel agent networks and um, also in conversations with one of the major cruise lines to put together itineraries that help people get to know the area around the cruise port, preferably before they get on the cruise. Um, so where you are in Brevard, Port Canaveral, you know, talking about uh, the Kennedy Space Center or St. Augustine are some of the areas that are easily reachable uh, within a couple of hours where people can see more of Florida, then get on their cruise ship and then go and have a, a, a second part of a great vacation. Um, it's great for uh, re repeat visitation, but it also puts a lot of money into Florida's tax coffers, which is very important. Is Visit Florida able to, to help those local regions with uh, incentivizing folks to come a little early and, and spend some time getting to know Florida a little bit? Yes, and that's what we're working on. And, and we we do a lot of marketing that is it may not be directly uh, related to um, pre or post cruise stays. But for example, we have an entire series called Florida's Table and um, we have a couple of other culinary series where we focus on mainly small towns and authentic cuisine, authentic restaurants that um, people can discover. It's a video series on our YouTube channel. And, you know, just in ways like that, we're introducing people to uh, things that they might do close to where they would get on their ship. Um, and it's been very, very popular. And we again, our, our goal was to keep people coming back year after year. Do you find that once you get a program like, like that in play, that folks are generally responsive and it does increase the tourism coming for those various reasons? Absolutely. I mean, we saw tremendous increases in some of our rural areas, and I don't have recent data on this, but this was when we were doing um, during the pandemic when Florida was open and no one else was. Mm -hmm. We were doing a lot of marketing of smaller destinations, these hidden gems, a lot of them in rural counties because people at that time were very interested in being out in nature, being yep. outside. And we saw dramatic increases in hotel visitation and uh, uh, bed tax dollars and just revenue from tourists in our rural counties. Um, tremendous growth. Just from all, all you got to do is put it on, uh, let people know what's out there and they will go. They will go. Well, you were leading Visit Florida during the pandemic. Had to be a tough time. But as you look around, we had to fare better than a lot of places did. Got about 15 seconds for a response here. Well, absolutely. You know, Governor DeSantis kept our state open and allowed us as Visit Florida to market uh, Florida around the U.S. when no one else was. And what happened is everybody came and uh, Florida's economy tremendously benefited from it. And we like it. We'll be back in a moment on the roundtable. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit and run crash, report it by calling STAR FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-240-4587. 800-240-4587. That's 800-240-4587. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result, more confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? 
Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion or your race or because you have children or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Back on the Florida Roundtable, I'm Bill Mick, along with Dana Young, the president and CEO of Visit Florida. Dana, we've looked around the state. We've talked about various types of vacation, the marketing efforts that Visit Florida puts in, in conjunction with the various county tourism boards. Um, let's talk about the biggies that everybody knows. And, and uh, j- just get, they, they're due an honorable mention. No, they're due a bigger than that because they're a big part of tourism in the state. Let's talk about the theme parks and the relationship Visit Florida has with them and the role they play in bringing folks into Florida or as a place for Floridians to go on a vacation. Most of them will offer Florida-only packages for folks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the theme parks are what I find many people think of first when they think of Florida, theme parks and beaches. And, you know, that's great because they are very, very popular. I love that on this interview, we've spent time talking about other things uh, in Florida other than just, you know, the theme parks and beaches. But it is an important part of our tourism economy um, throughout the U.S. and internationally. People come to enjoy um, Orlando's theme parks. You know, Universal uh, is open. Harry Potter is tremendously um, successful. Uh, Universal's opening up Epic Universe in 2025. So Mm -hmm. that's an entirely different theme park. Um, You've got Disney, of course, um, uh, with all of their many parks. Um, SeaWorld continues to grow. They're actually putting in a new hotel uh, at SeaWorld. So that will be fantastic. Um, over here in Tampa, we've got Bush Gardens. Um, I think people think of Bush Gardens and they think of roller coasters, but they actually have a fantastic um, uh, zoo or you know animal experience associated with Bush Gardens as mm-hmm. well. And um, so that's that's a, a a great way to spend a couple of days in Tampa. Um, Legoland in Lakeland, mm-hmm. Dinosaur World in Plant City. You know those are for the younger kids. Um, and interestingly, those have both been certified as a certified autism center. So the people that work there have been trained in, ha- in dealing with children that might have um, so be on the autism spectrum. And they sure. have certain hours for families so that they can better tailor their visits um, to their children's needs. That's something so folks that's wouldn't know necessarily good. about. That's fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, Visit Florida has really leaned into um, accessibility in the past three years, and we have a lot of information on our website, visitflorida.com, about 
accessibility within the state of Florida. So if any of your listeners um, you know, have accessibility needs, I would encourage, the, encourage them to look at our website. Um, it is full of information uh, about uh, theme parks, hotels, destinations that have um, special accessibility programs, um, beaches that might have mobility mats so that people in wheelchairs can get on the beach, just all of that. We could have a whole show just talking about that. Oh, yeah, we could. Um, there's no doubt. <laughs> but um, Lion Country Safari is an oldie but goodie that's been around, you know, since I was a kid down in the West Palm area where people can ride through um, a natural area in an open vehicle. So, you know, people don't think about that when they think about um, a theme park. And then just coming in April of this year in Miami is the Messi experience. Uh, Lionel Messi is a soccer uh, phenom, and it's all people want to talk about uh, when they talk about soccer in Miami. So they're opening up um, a new attraction in Miami that deals with, uh, or that focuses on Messi's life and everything Messi. So uh, people that are into uh, soccer can, can experience that. Well, and speaking of the sports world, you've got the Dolphins, the Jags, the Bucks. You've got uh, Tampa Bay and, and Miami and Major League Baseball. You've got uh, minor league baseball around the state. So for the sports fanatic, there, there's a lot of that here in Florida form as well. Not to mention hockey. Went to an Orlando Solar Bears hockey game a couple, couple of weeks ago. Getting ready to go again. It's just a great event. Absolutely. I, I uh, really enjoy going to hockey games, something that, that I didn't grow up with uh, here in Florida. So it's a new sport, but, you know, the uh, spring training games that are going on right now, mm -hmm. um, you know, that is a huge draw to our state. People take uh, legacy trips, you know, they multi-generational trips to come to Florida, some for two or three weeks and attend these spring training games. So yes, our sports are a big draw and we're actually working to uh, incorporate sports a little more in the programs that we do with tour operators, particularly in Latin America. Um, there's just a real uh, uh, desire of the traveler to be able to attend some sporting events. Mm -hmm. So we are trying to uh, facilitate an easier way for them to get tickets to those sorts of things. One of the things that uh, was mentioned earlier, but I think we need to go into it just a little more, is the Kennedy Space Center, the visitor complex there, with commercial space ramping up, with us going back to the moon, with projections of trying to get to Mars. Uh, space tourism is, is going to be kicking off in this region. We've got more businesses coming in. They're involved in the manufacturing and the launching of these rockets. If If you are a space fanatic, whether you live in the state or elsewhere, you've got more chances of seeing a rocket launch than you've ever had. We're getting multiple launches a week. Oh, absolutely. There has never been a better time for visitors to um, to go to the Kennedy Space Center complex because you just said that the, the commercial satellite launches are going off almost every day. So unlike the old days when I was a kid, there might be one launch a year, if that, and, you know, you couldn't necessarily guarantee that you would get over there and see it. Now, you know, if people are going to be in the area for two or three days, chances are really good that they'll be able to see a launch um, in person. And that's something you can't do anywhere else in the world. Um, and I, I love that that uh, the Space Center has incorporated former astronauts into their visitor program. So every day uh, they have astro an, an astronaut at the center that will uh, answer questions from people, uh, meet kids. They even have tours that you can take of the Space Center complex led by an astronaut. So it, it definitely lends a different dimension into uh, visiting the Space Center. Uh, and then you mentioned earlier the fact that the Canaveral um, National Seashore is right there. So what a great combination of, you know, seeing a rocket launch, visiting the Space Center, seeing the, you know, the historic uh, U.S. national or NASA part of the Space Center and also the commercial piece now, and then just enjoying a beach vacation. I mean, it, it's a perfect combination. Yeah, it is. It's phenomenal. And I have friends or family visit, and that's generally when I'll go to the Space Center is when they're in town. And it, it just makes a, a unique vacation for them and a great time for us just to remind ourselves what's going on in our own backyards across Florida. And every part of the state has something like that. 
Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I, I am, my job is to talk about Florida and travel through Florida. And I am constantly surprised by something new. And, and that's a great place to be because, uh, you know, to be able to continually um, find new things in the, my home state that I love that I hadn't experienced before. Um, you know, I do travel to other places, but I am perfectly content traveling around Florida because you never get bored here. That sounds great. Let's talk as we close, because we're going to talk with the Fish and Wildlife Commission in our final segments of the day. But let's talk about the vacations for the outdoorsmen here in Florida, whether it's fishing, hunting, or, or otherwise bird watching or whatever it may be. Opportunities across a vastly different state from what you'll find elsewhere. Absolutely. I mean, the only thing we don't have here is snow skiing, pretty much, um, and that's okay with me. <laughs> We're thankful for that. <laughs> we are thankful for that. That's what they make airplanes for. You can <laughs> go do that, and then you can come home. Um, but, but you know, we have sporting opportunities year-round throughout the state, and it really depends on what a visitor's looking for or somebody within the state of Florida. You know, for the golf enthusiasts, we've got over a thousand golf courses around the state and a lot of famous golf tournaments, um, outdoor adventures and water sports of every kind. You mentioned you like to jet ski, so jet skiing, camping, boating, sailing, uh, scuba diving, which is something that I enjoy. Um, fishing. I, I have always enjoyed fishing with my family and down around the Charlotte Harbor area, which would be um, Sarasota to Naples, that part of the West Coast. Um, tarpon fishing is huge in the spring. Uh, tarpon can get up to 160, 170 pounds and uh, just a fantastic um, and unique fishing experience. Uh, bass fishing throughout the state and our freshwater lakes is uh, second to none. Um, we mentioned earlier trails and trail towns, you know, 15,000 miles of trails. So, you know, the folks that want to pack, pack their bikes up and put them on the back of the car and go on a, a cross-state ride, you can do that now. Yeah, they were Florida. talking about uh, several years ago, and, and I don't know the stage of completion, and maybe it's complete by now, from Titusville to Tampa, from, from our coast to yours. Yeah, it, it is complete. I mean, there's one little section, I believe, in Osceola County, maybe. Well, there's one small section, but there is a workaround to it. So you can absolutely... Um, ride your bicycle across the state of Florida. If that's something that sounds fun to you. Dana <laughs> Young in so closing, we got but... about 30 seconds here. Thank you yeah. for the tour around Florida this morning. Uh, what word would you leave with Floridians as they look at travel in the state? I'd say get out and enjoy the great state that we live in. And, uh, you know, just, just be open-minded and, and learn something new. Go, go to a new place. Dana, thanks for your time today. Dana Young, the president and CEO of Visit Florida. We're back in moments with the Fish and Wildlife Commission on the Florida Roundtable. Stay with us. Hi. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Having health insurance is important. So, if you or anyone in your family has Medicaid or CHIP, listen up. Check your mail for a renewal form from your state. Complete the form and mail it back right away so you don't lose your coverage. If you do lose Medicaid or CHIP, visit healthcare.gov to see if you're eligible to enroll in a low-cost, quality health plan. Keep your family covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. <sighs> sun's out, the water's cool, it's a perfect day for boating. What's that boat doing? Perfect boating days can quickly turn into disasters when drugs and alcohol are involved. Don't let boating under the influence ruin your day. FWC officers have zero tolerance for impaired operators. If you're over the limit, you're under arrest. Learn more at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the FWC Division of Law Enforcement. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? 
Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. As we round out the show today, I want to welcome Philip Horning, who's the administrator of the Derelict Vessel Program with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. Philip, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate you being with us. Phil, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, derelict vessels. I, I live in Brevard County. We see them on the Indian River fairly regularly, especially after a major storm or something. Um, you've got a program that actually helps people avoid negative legal consequences if they have a boat that they are unable to salvage, unable to get out of the water. Let's talk about that for a minute. That's right, Bill. We, uh, we our law enforcement officers work very hard to try to resolve many of the issues with derelict vessels found throughout the state. Um, these are vessels that have been left uh, upon the waters of the state in a wrecked junk or substantially dismantled condition. And we find that many times uh, owners have not had the opportunity to dispose of or get rid of their vessels, and they end up selling them to people that don't have the means to take care of them properly, allowing them to end up becoming derelict. So uh, looking at some other states' programs, uh, such as Washington State, uh, California, Texas, they have programs to assist people in uh, getting rid of these vessels before they become derelict. So we adopted some of those uh, other states' programs and, and developed our own program for our vessel turn-in program, or the Florida VTIP. Who gets to apply for this, and, and what makes a vessel eligible for this kind of assistance? So if a owner who is the titled owner of a vessel has a vessel that has received an at-risk citation, and that's where an officer has seen that the vessel is at risk of becoming derelict. They issue a citation or a written warning to the owner uh, advising them of the condition and the need to bring it into compliance. And at that time, if that person has received a warning or a citation for being at risk, they do have the opportunity to apply for our VTIP program and have their vessel removed and disposed of at no cost to them. Uh, this is uh, kind of helping them from uh, preventing their vessel from becoming derelict in the future. Is this generally after a major storm event in a region, or is this happening across the state for various reasons? It's happening across the state for various reasons. Uh, of course, storms uh, have a tendency to cause more derelict vessels at one moment than any other cause. But uh, we see a lot of people, due to the economic downturn, not being able to care for their vessels properly and other things that happen in life, um, abandoning their vessels and, and not being able to care for them anymore. So, um, uh, of course, storms are, are, are something that's very large as far as the cause of derelict vessels, and we usually approach that with a response uh, specifically for that hurricane as well as our regular derelict vessel investigations. How does a, an owner determine if they are an at-risk vessel or if their vehicle is, or their vessel's already been declared derelict? What's, what's the difference there? So when an when officer uh, makes a determination that a vessel is derelict, they will uh, notify the owner uh, in writing, and they will also place a sticker on the vessel. It's an orange sticker that says uh, a public notice sticker of the vessel being derelict. That's usually the, the biggest indicator of a vessel being derelict. And um, if they have not been deemed derelict yet, but they have received an at-risk warning or citation, that's the time that they can apply for the derelict, uh, I'm sorry, for the vessel turn-in program and have their vessel removed at no cost to them. And um, they can go to the uh, Florida website that we have established for the VTIP program. It's www floridavtip.com that's floridavtip.com and they can read the guidelines see the application and uh, make application for the program important to do that because once it's declared derelict there are both criminal and civil penalties for leaving that boat in the waterway 
Right. This is a, a catchphrase we used often is uh, don't wait until it's too late. This is their opportunity to uh, alleviate themselves from the problem of a vessel becoming derelict by taking proactive action with that vessel prior to it becoming derelict. Once it becomes derelict, it's no longer eligible for the VTIP program and they will and may face criminal charges and or civil penalties. Philip, any cost to the vessel owner for the VTIP program? No, this is established to provide them the opportunity uh, to have that vessel removed and disposed of at no cost to them. So this is uh, their one out if they want to get rid of the vessel without uh, having to pay the costs. Again, if the vessel does become derelict, then they are fully responsible for repaying the government for its costs in removing and disposing of that vessel. So not only does it relieve them of the cost of getting the vessel out of the waterway, it alleviates those criminal and civil penalties that they could be substantial if they have to do this on their own. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, a great program. The legislature was very supportive in assisting us with getting this up and running. And uh, so far, it's been working very well. We've received over 147 applications since its inception uh, last year. And um, we've removed over 70 vessels. All right, we'll talk some more about it when we continue here on the Florida Roundtable. Stay with us. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. In search of the perfect cut for your lawn? Join the pursuit by choosing from a full line of steel mowers. From gas and battery options to zero turns and push mowers, Steel offers a wide range of mowing solutions for homeowners and professionals. Right now, get 0% financing on your purchase with a Steel Zero Turn Mower. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com mowers. Available at select dealers. Financing available on qualifying purchases and subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Attention people with Medicare and anyone turning 65. Are you enrolled in the best Medicare plan available? The average Medicare beneficiary has a choice of 54 Medicare plans, 766 Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, and a record 3,834 Medicare Advantage plans. How do you know you have the right plan? Simple. Call 800-571-7025. That's 800-571-7025. The service is free. You may find a plan with a $0 monthly premium, $0 co-pays and zero dollar deductible don't gamble speak to a licensed agent to find out which plan is right for you call 800-571-7025 that's 800-571-7025 800-571-7025 and let best med care do the work for you Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections could lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Back on the Florida Roundtable with Philip Horning of the Fish and Wildlife Commission. He is the uh, administrator of the Derelict Vessel Program. Philip, it sounds to me like this thing can really save uh, near derelict vessel owners a lot of money and a lot of hassle in trying to get that uh, vehicle that is just not going to be seaworthy out of the water at no cost to them and saving them the civil penalties and criminal penalties too. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things we want to do is prevent uh, these derelict vessels from floating around in the water, causing safety issues and environmental issues. So getting them out before they sink and before they become derelict is a, a key, key important thing. Very, very good. Um, again, let's go over how folks would apply if they've got a vessel they're worried about and they don't want to face those civil and criminal penalties. Florida VTIP at floridavtip.com is where they can apply. It gives them program guidelines and eligibility requirements and the like. Um, how long a process is it and, and how soon do they need to get on it? So as soon as we receive their application, we review it, our staff reviews it and, and makes a determination if they, they meet the eligibility for the vessel to be removed. Uh, it has to be floating. The applicant has to be the title owner and they have to have a copy of the title that they can send us. Uh, once we review that, we give them instructions on how to junk their title. They send it back to us. And then once we receive that, the vessel becomes eligible and we can uh, hire a contractor to come out and remove it from the water and then dispose of it. And again, so, at no cost to this owner. At no cost to the owner. So they just have to be the title owner of the vessel if they apply, and it has to be floating, and it cannot be in a derelict vessel uh, case. All right, very good. So the goal being just prevent these derelict vessels from being out there in the water where they're a hazard to the environment and other boaters and, and, and even kids who might be playing around a waterway somewhere. Yep, it gives the owner an opportunity to do the right thing instead of uh, just abandoning their vessel. And uh, FWC is proud to, to have this preventative program to try to prevent derelict vessels from occurring. And we're willing to work with anybody that wants to give us a call. They can also, also call 850-488-5600 and talk to one of our specialists who can give them more information about the program. And once they get this in play, about how long will it take before a vessel's removed generally? It's usually two to three months. Uh, it does take a while to get the uh, procurement taken care of so that the contractor can go out and remove the vessel. But all they need to do is maintain it in a floating condition once it's been approved, and we will get there and get that vessel removed for them. It's a great program, and it sounds like it's going to have positive benefits. You're actually already seeing them for the state. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's working well. Uh, we've had a lot of applicants with a lot of interest in the program, and I think it serves as an opportunity to serve the citizens in an area that uh, ha they haven't had the opportunity before. Very good. Well, avoid the cost and the worry, the criminal and civil penalties. You can get ahead of the issue by going to um, floridavtip.com or give them a call at 850-488-5600. Philip Horting with the Fish and Wildlife Commission. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, it's been an interesting and informative uh, time on the show. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it very much. All right. We'll look forward to talking to you again. Also want to say thank you to Dana Young from Visit Florida for the tour around the Sunshine State for those places you might like to go for a staycation or a getaway vacation. Next week on the show, we're going to talk the 2024 election season with Secretary of State Cord Bird right here on the Florida Roundtable. Thanks for joining us this weekend. We'll see you next weekend. And if you want to catch up with things we're doing, BillMick.com will get you the podcast. You can drop me an email there as well. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable with Bill Mick on news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station management, owners, or sponsors. For questions or concerns, contact Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.